and welcome to Don't Say We Didn't Warn You. I'm Ashley. And I'm Rebecca, and we're just two stay-at-home moms that started a podcast. Big day today. Huge. We. I just got the goosebumps as we were talking about that. (laughs) We officially, like, posted our podcast for the world to listen to, and it was very scary. It was. I, when we first posted it, it literally felt like I had enough adrenaline to go run a lap around the which that says a lot because like homegirl over there i mean either we don't we don't run <laughs> don't like i'm not out. i'm not just calling her out it's it's for both of us yeah yeah it's it just i feel we were trying to figure out like what the it's emotion not embarrassment. no because she's like am i embarrassed and i was like no i don't i don't think we're embarrassed no. i think it's just we just feel open and vulnerable, vulnerable like is what because yeah. the feedback that we've kind of gotten just so far from like the I was going to say few people that have listened to it, but, like, I'm really surprised. Honestly, way more people than I ever expected to listen to. I seriously thought it was going to be, like, our husbands, our moms, mm-hmm. and, like, us the four times that we listened to it, like, making sure we don't sound ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, the feedback we've gotten is just that people just feel like they're sitting in bed with us, hanging out, like, talking and Listening. chatting, which I, that was the goal. There's at least, like, 10 or 12 people that are in my bed right now. <laughs> as far as, yeah, coming from our feedback. But, uh-huh. yeah, so I guess... That's a good thing that so. y'all feel like you're here with us. And, and that's what we wanted. That's the whole reason yeah. kind of why we started this was like a whole friend group just sitting around talking like what Ashley and I do every single day. And I'm yep. not kidding you. Yep. Every single day. So thanks for listening. If you are coming back. I was about to say, um, hopefully you come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the number doesn't like go down. They're like, oh, no, the, they were annoying. Yeah. But thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening. Um, like we said last time, we hope that this just gives you a little, like you feel, um, not alone. Yeah. Not alone. And that you can relate to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another reminder, like it's not every episode's not going to be for you tailored, you know, mm-hmm. to you. You're not going to relate to every minute of every, you know, second of but every episode. It's just a small little segment that you listen yeah. to that you're able to be like, oh, I feel that way too. Or, yeah. or even you might not relate to it, but at least. Maybe you might think it's funny. Yeah. I mean, because we, we are a hot mess. Literally. We talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. from the outside looking in, it's probably very comical. Mm-hmm. And we've always said this. We really should start our own reality show. Not that there would be a whole lot going on. Yeah. But yeah. it's just a little bit crazy. Oh, no. Your microphone is touching your shirt. I just don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. But yes. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But thanks for being here. And... Um, with that being said, our episode today is kind of just tailored a little bit. It's going to be a little bit more, I don't want to say serious, because that's no. not necessarily the word, but less lighthearted and like. Yeah. It'll still be funny, because I am I guarantee you there's going to be some things that we, we're going <laughs> to laugh about. That come up. Yeah, so there might be a laugh here and there, but it, it probably is going to be a little bit more um, in-depth and, you know, personal, because it's what's going on with us right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And- um, we're going to kind of start off with a little fair warning that we are in no means complaining about absolutely not being stay-at-home moms because I would not change it for the world. No. I'm extremely blessed to be able to do this, and I wouldn't trade it no for anything else. And we're not, first of all, us moms, us women, us people, like just people in general, like we have to stick together and be on each other's side and... It's not a competition. It's not a competition. So it's not like stay-at-home mom versus working mom. Like, who's has the harder job? It's not a competition. Like, we get enough criticism from other people that we don't need to do that to each other. We can all acknowledge that motherhood in general is the hardest job, whether you have a job, 
outside of just being a mom or not. It yeah. is a hard, hard job, and it's not a competition. Yeah. So, and I guarantee you, even if you are not a stay-at-home mom, you can still relate to. Oh, absolutely. If not everything, nine out of ten things mm-hmm. that because a stay-at-home you, mom feels. You still are doing the same thing we're doing. Just plus you're working. Plus you're working. You yeah. still come home and you still have a job to do. So, I mean, still kudos to you that because I can't. I we tried that for a little bit. It did. It didn't go all well. the time. I don't know how I would have been able to keep doing that. Yeah, I guess so. that brings us kind of to like our first yeah. topic is why why did we decide to be stay at home moms? How is that? decision made um that kind of thing yeah um i think truly more it's still on my shirt perfect (laughs) okay we're gonna you're good you're good okay but yeah no i think i remember like the thought crossed my mind and i was just like no like i I don't think i can do that like i that's just not possible and then the more i thought about it the more it seemed impossible not to stay home with I think I was I was pretty far along in my pregnancy like I hadn't even had um my baby yet and I I remember it like very vividly I was sitting on the back porch and I was talking to my mom and I was having a breakdown because I was like I don't know how I'm and I was exhausted from teaching Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean I know being pregnant and working like it's different than being a mom and whatever but I was exhausted and I was just thinking about where I was going to send the baby, who was going to watch the baby, like just mm-hmm. all of the things that had to go into it. And and then just knowing how exhausted I would be at the end of the day and then still have to be a mom until it's bedtime. Mm-hmm. And then thinking about that's the only time that I'm getting with my baby is those three hours from four to seven when they go down to bed and then in the morning getting them ready and rushing them out the door. Like that just seemed, yeah. it just, it was, it was sad. It, it made was. me sad to think mm-hmm. about. And I don't, I mean, shocker here. We were on the same wavelength and we didn't even know it. <laughs> I had already had Brooklyn and I was already like, I would just cry nonstop thinking about going back to work. Like, how am I ever going to leave her? How am I going to do this? And at some point I went into, I don't remember, I guess it was your classroom or was it your house? I don't remember. But at some point I went in and I just, because side note, I could not have done teaching without Rebecca. Like <laughs> well, you that, did it for two years before me. I did. And and I loved <laughs> my people. They were my people. Like, mm-hmm. the my team that I worked with when I was in second grade before I got moved down, like, they were my people. That is exactly who I needed at that time. Like, I am so blessed to have had them. But the big change in going out to kinder and just everything, like, I know I couldn't do what I was doing without her. I could, I could physically do mm-hmm. it. It just, if you know, you know, if you're, if you're a teacher, you know, you got to have your person. Mm -hmm. But so I knew like, shoot, she's going to be like really upset. Like she, like, I can't make, I can't make this decision without her. No, we hadn't hadn't talked about this any conversation only because I felt the same way. I was like, I can't tell her this because I don't want to pressure her Mm -hmm. into doing this. And then also. I don't think I would have wanted to do it without her. So if she would have said no, then I'd be like, oh, God, <laughs> okay, well, then I, I guess we'll now what? Home. I know. So I remember going in and just like looking at her and saying like, I- I'm thinking of doing something kind of crazy. And she just kind of looked at me and I could tell she already knew what I was going to say. And she was like, what? And I said, I- I'm thinking about not coming back next year. And she's like, oh, my God, thank God. Me too. And so from that point on, we were on the same page. But hopefully... Hopefully we, I don't know. I think we, I don't think we like influenced each other's decision, but it definitely made it 
easier, easier to make the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowing that you're going to have somebody by your side. And. That's going through the same thing you're going through. Looking back, <laughs> like starting from, you know, staying at home, like when I wasn't working anymore and staying at home, I don't think I could have done that. No. Without someone else who was also going through the same thing. Because. No. Whew, it's rough. Yeah. For sure. And I think there are obviously factors that led into our decision of like why we made that choice. The main one being having the baby. It just, I just fell, my love changed. Yep. Like I loved teaching. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was my passion. It was what I wanted to do. Like I was excited to do it. Every morning I woke up and I went to work and I was happy. I got to teach kids. I loved my team. Mm-hmm. And then there was and just then a switch. And then a switch. And I would wake up and I would dread it. Yep. Uh, dread probably it. sometimes cry in the morning yeah before. not because I hated my school no. or my kids or my class no. or teaching anymore like it just I felt like I was leaving and one of my good friends that I taught with in second grade told me she made this analogy and I'll never forget it because it's exactly the way I felt she yep. said you feel like you're leaving a limb or your heart at home mm-hmm. like you're missing a part of your body and that and in that moment I just knew like I couldn't I couldn't spend all of my time and energy at school teaching when my I heart was at home. I wanted to spend all my time and yep. energy at home. Yep. And I was I, I, I didn't want to become resentful of the kids I was teaching. Yeah. Thinking like I'm here taking care of you mm-hmm. when my baby has well, to have somebody else. I don't think else. it would have been fair for those kids as well. No. Knowing no. that I wasn't fully there. No. And I think they're just it's, it was just the right time, right place. Like yep. it just it everything happens for a reason if I have learned anything and from my whole teaching career in those eight years that I did teach every single thing happens for a reason like you just have to trust the process like you know you just have to wait you just have to wait and see what the amazing things are um that are going to happen to you even though you're sometimes going through a rough time I know and it just it just was one of those things like I said earlier right place right time and we had each other and yep i just felt and you you don't have to have someone to no, make that decision either no, but no and i'm not saying that but like we said codependency you know we know it's yeah, we know it's a little unhealthy but I know. <laughs> we just roll with it it's yep. fine mm-hmm. but i just i also knew like i wanted to be the one to teach my kid things and yeah. to be there when she did things i didn't want to have to watch a video of somebody else watching my baby take her first steps for the oh. first time or say her first words for the first time or I know I I like it it literally makes me cry like just I have tears in my eyes just because I am so grateful that like we've we've been there for everything like there's been not a single thing that we've had to miss and sometimes it's it's kind of hard to look back and say did I make the right decision but then I it just it always comes back around it's like yes you did your baby is thriving you are you're exactly where you need to be yep and it's hard though. It is so hard. It is bring it has been such an adjustment. Like there yes. have been so many huge adjustments. Huge adjust, adjustments that we just hope, you know, that we can uh, adjust well. Well, we I mean, hope that I don't we can think, continue I don't think to we adjust really well. adjusted well. I, there were a lot of bumps in the road. At least, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. And yeah. it just there were a lot of tears. A lot of, I mean, I'm not talking in past tense because it's still happening. <laughs> yeah, still tears. Um, and it's still hard. Um, it's just has gotten easier. And I think one of the biggest adjustments that I came to realize very quickly mm-hmm. after 
not working anymore was that you don't get time off. Nope. You are Monday through Sunday. All day. 24 7. Every day. Every single day. I always say you're, um, you have no days off. You just, some days you're better staffed. Yes. That's <laughs> perfectly said because sometimes. But even then you have to train your staff sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> well, and you're, sometimes it's, and no offense, but sometimes it's almost kind of double the work. Yes. It's like when you were a teacher and you had to take a day off. Like it's making sub plans is nine times harder than just going to work sick. Yes. Or just missing whatever it is because it's just, it's too much of a mental load to. To worry about having to get everything ready. Yeah. It's it's the same thing with, with being a mom. Like mm-hmm. you just, I mean, that's not to say I don't, I have to write sub plans for my husband. No. But kind of. No, but I mean, it's just like, okay, this is where it's snack. Because we're home with him all day long. Like I don't, I'm not saying yeah. that it's wrong that he doesn't know which snacks he's eating now or which mm-hmm. is his favorite drink or which is his favorite snack. Or what the heck like, na means when he says yeah, it over and over. all or, these random words. Yeah. It's just, it's. It, I'm not blaming We speak him their for language. It. Yes. We're, we literally are immersed in their language all day long. From like morning said, all to day, bed. air day. <laughs> it's it never stops. Which is yeah. great, but mm-hmm. it's also been I think one of the hardest parts for me at least is coming from a professional environment where you yes. get recognition for your job, you get told good job, you get told you're doing great. Or you have scores. Terrible. Yeah, or you get told you're doing terrible and you know <laughs> have somebody pick on you but but <laughs> personal <laughs> but you you get scores to tell you how you're doing you know you get areas of improvement you get a, a report card if you will teammates being like yeah wow your classroom walked down the hallway so quietly like how yes. did you get him to do that well it was probably just a really good day yeah it was it probably, probably didn't always happen but just any that. sort of recognition or parents yeah, yeah. Like parents coming to you and be like, well, we're so appreciative. Teacher appreciation week. Yeah. Wednesday at home and mom appreciation week. <laughs> or mom appreciation week. Oh, I guess that's Mother's Day. Yeah, but shout still. out uh, husbands or, you know, spouses, whatever. Uh, Mother's Day should is create coming a, up. Yeah, Mother's Day and also stay at home mom um, appreciation week. Just yes, saying. week with lots of massages and yeah. quiet time. Yes. I was anyway. Say, we don't need monetary gifts. No. Just let me sit in my room. That's all. Mm-mm. Quiet. Nobody and, else. In the yeah, house. and take her to like the other side of the house so I can't hear the screaming. <laughs> no, because you'll still hear it. It's like those t- that TikTok that's like you think they're calm and it's like the mom trying to relax and then the other room is like <laughs> like you hear all like the craziness happening. <laughs> that yeah, we don't want that. We want like true peace. Yes. But anyways, the recognition going from that to none, mm-hmm. and that's not to say our husbands don't tell us good job, our moms don't tell us you're doing great. Like you know they're so lucky mm-hmm. to have you. That's not the same as your manager walking in or your boss or your principal or whoever walking into your classroom and saying, oh, my gosh, what I saw today is amazing. Like, can you imagine if God just, like, walked into our front door and was like, you are doing such a good job your at being a mom. child is on the right path. They're on like, the right they're path. they're going to be so successful. In the- yes. God. Like, yes. Or just somebody. I don't know who else. Who's the stay-at-home mom like manager? I have to be, like, an outsider because I don't want anyone in my circle. Yeah, I know. I they have to say that. They're not going to yeah. say like, "God, you're you're messing up. You're yeah, you know, not feeding them nutritional no. stuff." And moms and husbands, they're always going to be supportive. I need somebody who's like, not like not biased. Yeah, but I'm not really sure because then I probably get my feelings hurt. Well, probably, but but at least you'd know yeah. that you were doing a good job and being told. But now it's just like when you are doing. I feel this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. When you are doing a good job at being a mom in general or even stay-at-home mom, yes, you question yourself. But also, 
nobody tells you good job because that's just what you're expected to do. Yeah. Like you you sit you're and play mom. with your kid all day. You do all this. You cater to their every need. You, you know never my, put them down. What you, the worst thing I hear and I don't hear it from my husband. Just like and, and I've never had it really directed towards me. But the saying, well, you chose to stay at home. That you asked for this. makes my blood boil. Yep. And I know no stay-at-home mother would want to hear that. No, which, yes, I did I ask did for this. Choose. I prayed for this every single day since the minute that I ever knew that I wanted it. Like, this is my dream job, underline, bold, like, asterisk. But <laughs> even... Even when you're working your dream job, you still need a day off. And you have bad days. A sick day. Yeah. You have a you can have a bad day. Like you still and you're allowed to just need a break. Yes. Like, I mean, you, whoever you are listening to this, imagine your dream job, whether you're working it or not. Like you still would need a break. Mm-hmm. You still need a day, a time a minute to yeah. just have some you time. Yeah. And not and not have or not have, like, the mental load. Not the mental load, but, like, just not have to think about it. Yes. Like, you can just sit there and do what you want to do whenever you want to do it. Yeah. Which goes on to our next one. Resentment. This is kind of, like... This is a hard one to talk about. It is hard I to talk about. Because I don't want to hurt someone's... I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, either. Yeah. But this But feeling, it's true. It is a feeling... That is universal to, I'm sure moms, I would moms. be willing to bet moms yeah. in general. And but especially dads too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But especially moms that stay at home that it is their quote unquote only job. But it is really hard to watch. You know, my biggest resentment towards my husband right now is that he can drive home from work. And please don't take offense to this. But he can drive home from work listen to whatever music he wants mm-hmm. to listen to. He can call someone on the phone and have a conversation mm-hmm. without a baby yelling in the car. Mm-hmm. Or just, I mean, for me, before I had a baby, I used to leave work, no music on. Mm-hmm. It would be dead silent in my car, and i drive all the way home. It was a, kind of like almost like, what do you call it, like disassociating? <laughs> well, yeah, I just think of like the bird that like flies into the like clear window, and then it's just like sitting there like with yes, its eyes all yes. wide, like, like WTF was, just happened. Yeah, like that's how I used to drive home. So like, not that I don't know if he does that or no. But he Are just gets that no, no forty-five way. minute mm-hmm. window of just quiet, quiet and peace, or maybe not quiet and peace. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but just knowing that him, time, he's probably calling every per- every know, person in his directory and his phone or whatever. Like, but you know. still, like he still gets that time. Yeah, because so, he chose to do it. Yeah, and I feel like so. I think that there are many others. No offense, but <laughs> and I'm going to say no offense probably twelve times because I like I said I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But it's just how I'm feeling. Yeah. And. Or it's just like having, not having to ask or not having to think about it. It's not that I have to ask permission to do things like that. That's not the case. No. But like. Like, for hey, example, I'm going to get up to go to the, ba- go, goodness, can I get my words <laughs> together? Go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, can you watch him? Not that I know he wouldn't watch him, but I feel no, the need but, to be like, yes. hey, like I'm leaving the room for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go pee. Yep. Is that all right? Well, I feel like. As stay-at-home moms, as moms in general, like, we're the default parent. So, like, that's how it feels. I like so, that word. Yeah. Default so, it's parent. like when something's going on and we're both busy and, like, I'm usually the one to take the responsibility. I'm usually the one to go grab it. I'm usually the one to do this. So, it's like when my husband has to go somewhere after work. Like, he is always very 
courteous of my feelings, courteous of, you know, our schedules and everything. And so he'll call and say like, hey, I'm going to go after work, you know, and go to this happy hour or go to this event or go to this team building thing. And, um, you know, is that all right with you? And sure, but like, he what, doesn't are have you to, gonna say no yeah i'm not gonna say no but also like he doesn't have to do any, like he's just like all right bye and he just goes hey, and we kind of touched on this last time i think it was my um random advice that nobody yes. asked for mm-hmm. that my husband he can just he literally just grabs a few pair of chonies grabs a few shorts a few shirts puts them in a bag and leaves oh yeah no mm-mm you know, so yeah, leaving and, here is just like a whole shebang. Like, I mean, even just to go over to her house. No, that's what I'm saying. Dates. Or even even to come here to record yeah. this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like I was about to leave. I'm like, OK, her, you know, you know where her jammies are. They're laid out. The, feed her dinner. Make sure she eats all of her chicken nuggets because if she doesn't eat all of her chicken nuggets, <laughs> she's going to wake up in the middle of the night because her tummy's hungry. Like we said, it's like sub plans. It's literally like sub plans, which that's not to say that he doesn't know that. I like, know. duh. Yeah. But like. Do they know that? Because sometimes they could use a quick little reminder because Mm -hmm. if I wasn't to remind him, he would probably not force her to eat her chicken nuggets. She would probably wake up at (laughs) three in the morning and I would probably be up for four hours with her. It's just like sometimes if you think about teaching, we're going back to this analogy. You don't technically have to write sub plans for no. the sub because they know how to teach and I'm sure yeah, they can qualified. pick up a book and start coloring. And, yeah, but and if you don't something. leave sub plans, it's a complete disaster in your classroom. I, <laughs> I was know what you were about to say. I was going <laughs> to say in a little phrase, but I'm not sure if we can mm-hmm. still cuss on a po- podcast. I'm not really sure because there was a button that said something about explicit and I just don't, I don't know what's explicit, as explicit content. Anyway, so, especially yeah. being under kids and family. But yeah, anyway... True. You don't have to leave sub plans for a sub no. because they know what they're doing. They they've been a teacher yep. probably before. They've done, they probably subbed in many classrooms before. But it, if you don't, then you're gonna come back to woo. Yeah, you're gonna come back to a bigger mess to clean up than to clean up and to fix and mm-hmm. to organize. Or you're gonna be you getting texts from your you know your coworkers <laughs> saying like, oh my gosh, your class is a disaster today. And then you're just sitting there thinking, I should have just wrote those sub plans. Yep. Same so. thing with husbands. <laughs> god why isn't he going to sleep where are the broccoli bites <laughs> which which ones and i'm like oh no those aren't the broccoli bites those are How the long cheddar in the bites. microwave for i know i know gosh why but I then know. that also probably has something to do with control we issues have big control issues yeah but like not but not in a bad way yeah no not like Just i'm like trying our, to control you but like no. i want to be in control of the situation because that's what helps my anxiety well, and we know that it it's gonna work and, and like there's like, there's no there's no... I am the person that is there with her twenty four seven. Yeah. So like I know if you are, want her to eat, she doesn't like the chicken nuggets in the green bag. She only likes the chicken nuggets in the orange bag, and then you have to cut them up. Like I just I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as a mom, if you're listening to this, if you have ever handed your kid a cheese stick that you undid the wrapper in and already tore it in half, your kid's like, absolutely not. Mm-mm. I don't want that cheese stick. I no. only want the cheese stick that comes all together in the orange wrapper, and in you have wrapper. to get it out of the left mm-hmm. side of the drawer, like. And could they just eat the effing cheese stick that, the way you gave it to them? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But does it make your life easier to know that they like that particular cheese stick coming from the left side of the drawer and the orange one? And mm. yes. So that's I know that's the goal. It is. But it does cause some resentment. Yes. Because why can't you do that? Or just know. But, yes, but, but I have we to tell assume, you. We can't assume that they know because it's all up here. Yes, they don't know. I know. Because yeah. we're there. All, all day long. All day? Every day. Mm-hmm. Like you said, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
but it just it's hard yeah it's hard i feel like we haven't really touched on this part yet i don't think we've talked about it no we did talk about a little bit in our last episode about money we said we miss gossip, the huge but I really think I miss money. Hugest? Is that a hugest. word? Hugest. Probably not. I just made it up. Hugest. <laughs> Add it to the it's dictionary. It's like we made up We made up the word therapize last time. Therapize. This time is the hugest. Hugest. Hugest adjustment is homegirling got no money. And I've never, well, I mean growing up, yes, but I've never had to ask someone, be like, hey, um, <laughs> I ran out of some dry shampoo. I need to go grab some. Is that Okay. I'm like, yeah, put it on my card. Yep. You know, like, which, <laughs> which like... card do you want me to use? <laughs> like asking. It's hey, just I... weird because it's once again, it puts us. It's like we're very vulnerable. Like mm-hmm. we gave up, you know, all of our a lot of our identity to do this job mm-hmm. that, like we said, we don't get the recognition for. And our husbands hold the cards. Yeah. You know, like it takes Literally a lot of trust in cash. a marriage and in a, mm-hmm. in a in a relationship to have that where you trust that they're going to take care of you and do what they need to do to provide for a family it's mm-hmm. it's stressful for us but I can't imagine the stress that they feel no and and sometimes I have to sit back and I have to absolutely when I'm stressed out mm-hmm. thinking about all these things that I'm having to do all day long and I have to kind of recognize yep. that my stress in though, that moment is it seems big yeah and even though that he might not show it and might not express to me or in front of me how stressed he is or how much weight is on his shoulders because there is a lot he's having to care for not only himself his wife and his baby and, and the mortgage and the bills every and the single bill that comes in when before the, yeah. like I did the utilities and he did and my own car payment and he did you know his car payment and he did the mortgage but we hacked the mortgage and now every single bill that comes in the mailbox slide that on over literally the and sometimes <laughs> I feel bad because I'm like I know I can't imagine because I was you know stressed out with the small bills that I had when I was teaching so I yeah. don't know and it's just I know it's a lot it, it is. is a lot for them and like we said it's not a competition about who has it hardest and who no, doesn't no but but I just it's hard to not feel like I'm contributing you know mm-hmm. like at least financially at least like it's just it's I remember vaguely, like when I was teaching and I still had a paycheck coming in, I would buy something and be like, gosh, I can't believe it's that much money. And I'd be like, well, it's my money. Mm-hmm. Well, now I can't say that anymore. No, it's not your money. It's like, well, it's for the baby. <laughs> Daddy's dollar dollar bills. <laughs> Literally. Dollar dollar bills. And I just, that, don't get me wrong. Like I could not work another day in my life and be totally content. Yep. Like I, and I've but talked about this. we are a little bit bougie. Yeah. Yes, that's that is problem number uno. <laughs> I have talked about this with another close friend of mine that like, you know, I I just she is much more career driven than me, this friend that I'm talking about. And she loves working and that's important to her. And she's always trying to climb up in her career and what's next and go back to school. And me, I'm sitting there. I'm like, mm, no, mm-hmm. I don't have that. <laughs> like, yeah. I just I. And I don't think that's laziness. Like I, no. I can work. I will work. I am Your not opposed to it. Your heart's just somewhere else, and that's fine. Yeah, my heart's just somewhere else. And then when I don't have babies anymore, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have no idea what I'll do. But if I can not work, I won't. I really wish we could make a job out of making copies for teachers. If I could get paid to and do organizing that. classrooms, setting up classrooms, 
Trust us, we've oh, come up with so bulletin many boards. Businesses but the that problem we that do. we run into is that all of that would be on like teachers don't get paid anything. Jack. Like, yeah, Jack. So nothing. we're talking all this like, oh, we miss our money. Okay. We miss our like allowance. <laughs> like it was barely enough to survive on a teacher's mm-hmm. salary. Anyways, this side business that we've talked about, we're like, our market is teachers. They don't have the money. Right. I wouldn't pay someone no, to do that for I, me. No, I look back, like, when we were teaching, I'm like, yeah, what I loved, actually, no, because that was all my favorite part. Like, I loved doing yeah. all of that creative stuff. But a normal teacher, I guess, they they, they don't have the money to pay for that extra stuff. But or that they would don't be... want to use their money on something like that. Yeah. Like, they want to go out and buy themselves a Louis Vuitton. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. At least for me. <laughs> but, you know, you got to yeah. save up a lot of paychecks to do that you as do. a teacher. You do. So. And so, but that would be, like, a dream job. Like, setting up classrooms, bulletin mm-hmm. boards, making copies, like, ugh. all the fun things. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a Grandma Kathy. If you know, you know. You'll if be. you know, you know. Yeah. Grandma That's Kathy. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> she's, she's the bee's But knees. she doesn't get paid. I know. So, we need to do, we need to figure out a way to monetize that. Well, and we can help her out, too. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, so that that it's that's been a big adjustment mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. As far as what do you think has helped us like get through it? Because we've talked well, we've done all this. I, would I don't say know if it's but, normal, but we've had to create a mini schedule. Okay. Yes. Is it normal? No. I I recognize that I'm exhausting. <laughs> I recognize that about myself. I I talk about this with my mom all the time. Like, I am, (laughs) me and my brother, we are, like, polar opposites. Really, even my mom and I in this way are opposites, too. Like, I, since I was little, have always needed a plan. I need a plan. I need a schedule. I need you to tell the story about you. Which one? I don't remember. Something about your mom telling you you were going to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. And every two minutes, okay, it's getting time. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Because I feel like she's still kind of like that. Oh, 1,000%. We're like, I know it's annoying. Like, I am not, I am not blind to my weaknesses. Like, I I know it's annoying. Yeah. My mom, when I was like, I don't know, five, you know, we're going to go to the mall and at two o'clock. Okay, perfect. You know, it's one o'clock. Are we still going to the mall at two o'clock? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. Probably around okay, two o'clock. Yeah, around two o'clock. You know, one fifteen. All right, I'm I'm dressed. Are we going to the mall at two o'clock? My mom's like, mm, yeah, maybe I need to finish this load of laundry and do this. Okay, it's one forty-five. Are we loading the car? Are we getting ready to go to the mall? Like, is it time to go? Like, and see, that's kind of just like um, transformed into okay. Here's the schedule. At one thirty, I need to get. <laughs> Um, all of the snacks and stuff ready, put in the backpack. At 1.45, oh. I need to be putting on my tennis shoes. Why and at 1.55, we, like we need to be loading up into the car you know so that the we can leave the driveway part about at that two. Is? I write that stuff down. I don't want to say it's embarrassing because I do it too. <laughs> because, but like, why? I don't know. No, no I know exactly why. It's because that, that gives me control mm-hmm. of the unknown and the being out of control. That's what gives me anxiety. Yes. So when I can... Make a schedule and have a plan and know when I'm going to do things. Have a plan. That is when I feel successful. So yes. we don't need to give you our whole life schedule. But, like, for the most part, it, you know, we have a thing a day. And I'm, I'm going to also preface this before we go any farther. It took a long time to get on a regular schedule. Yeah, our kids I would are say at 18 least, months old-ish. Yes. I would say at least nine months, ten months. At Maybe least. even later than that. Yeah. Maybe a year old. Yeah, I would say around a year old is when I finally like. So I don't want popped you... my head above water to like take a breath like that. I had a schedule. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're a new mom, 
take it with a grain of salt because yeah. it took us a lot. And it's not and, even And the schedule is always changing. Oh. At the beginning, it's like they have four naps. And then you finally get that down. And then just in time to get that down. Oh, guess what? Time to drop a nap. It's three naps. And then right when they get that down, you're like, oh, my gosh. I'm being so successful. I have a schedule. Well, guess what? Now it's two naps. And then when they have two naps, guess what? They there start not sleeping. And then they go to one nap. It's like banging your head against the wall. At one point, Ashley's baby was on one nap. Oh Mine was still on two. And we literally looked at each other on a walk one day. We're like, what are we going to do? Because, because now they were opposite. Brooklyn would nap at like 11 and two. And Case would nap at like one. Yeah. And so we couldn't do anything together. It was like morning. We didn't see each other at all. It was, it was it just lonely. Was, I know. Codependent. Okay. It I was know. like a few weeks. And we still saw each other. And guess what? I may or may not have forced him to get onto a one nap schedule, but it's fine. He is thriving. He wouldn't have done it if he wasn't ready. Yeah, he yeah. Was, you okay. were just a little more ready than him. But yeah, so we have a schedule and it's one day's swimming, one day's library, one day's, uh, what else do we have? Gymnastics. Gymnastics. One day's walk, go to the park. One day is just play at each other's mm-hmm. houses. Like, but... And, I just and, have found my person because mm-hmm. most people think I am crazy because I'm exhausting. Like, I know that. I started talking about my brother. Like, he is so the opposite of me. Like, he can just go with the flow. And, like, when we travel together, oh I know he wants to I bang his head against the, the wall. Flow. And because he's like, Ashley, like, just chill out. I don't, I don't, I don't chill out. I can't do that. I <laughs> wish I could chill out. The things even, I've done to try to chill if, out make me not chill out. Even if Ashley and I were to go to the beach. We did this a couple times. Spring we still break, had a schedule. Every year. We still had a schedule. We'd be like, okay, at nine, <laughs> we're going to make breakfast. And then we need to be uh, in the golf cart, heading to the beach by 10 15. And then mm-hmm. we'll lay we're out gonna from set 10 at the beach until 3 30. And then at 3 30, we're going back to the condo. We're going to shower. And then we're going to go eat dinner by 5 30. And we have the menu pulled up for the dinner. We're already looking oh, we at what we Oh, we probably already knew what we wanted to eat. Yeah. Yeah, anytime you see me pull out a menu for a restaurant, like when I get there, just know I am faking it. I've already looked. I already know what I'm ordering. I already have a plan. Unless, unless the menu. I was going to say online. unless no. Unless the menu's not online. I was going to say unless <laughs> it's like a new restaurant, but no, because we would. For one, we probably wouldn't try out a new restaurant. Yeah. And two, like you said, we probably already pulled up the menu, so never mind. Yeah, no. Never Alamo mind. Cafe all the unless. way. That's yeah, that's Ooh, when Alamo I, that's Cafe, where you'll find if us. If you know, you know. Once again, if you know, you know. But yeah, so make a schedule. Mm-hmm. But I think another thing that's helped us is just making sure we know the expectation of ourselves is sometimes you can't do it all. No, You're and not going to do it all with every this. day. I'm not going to say that I've, oh, I'm, I'm a professional at it because there are days after I put the baby down and I'm like, I I need to do the dishes. I need to switch over laundry. Yep. I need to take a shower. Probably it's a hair wash day, so I need to wash my hair and do all the things. And I can sit there and and pity and yep, my yep. what do you call that when you wallow in your wallow in your self pity or whatever and think about all the things that I have to do but if I'm exhausted and my body needs the rest I have to sit there and run by okay. myself some days all I do is keep myself and my baby alive and that is okay yep it's hard to come to terms with yep I feel like yep because at at least as I'm me. as I'm sitting there saying I just need to lay down but like I'm looking at the sink full of dishes i'm looking mm-hmm. at her high chair that's covered in yogurt and i'm thinking about the, the bath mat in the, in the tub the that had a speck of mold on it then i'm mm-hmm. like shoot i need to clean that out and i've been it's been on my list to do for four mm-hmm. days and i also need to vacuum and wh- when's the last time i'm up when am i gonna fold the laundry yeah, exactly and all of those things come rushing in at the end of the day because that's the only time i get to myself mm-hmm. but sometimes sometimes it's just survive yeah and, and that's, that's okay, okay. 
And yep. not every day is going to be like that. Yeah. It's just some days and sometimes you just have to come to terms with. You just with, have to set boundaries for yourself and ask for help. Like, which. I think I was going to say asking for help was probably the hardest thing because I didn't yeah. feel like I needed to. And I think this like actually spewed an argument, not a big one, between my husband and I. Because mm-hmm. I expected him to yep. just come home. See the dishes in the sink. See the dishes in the, the dishes. sink and do the dishes. And see that dinner hadn't been cleaned up. So I expect him to clean it up. So I finally sat him. I, it probably spurred Festered from a, for a while. mental breakdown, actually. And then that's why we started talking about it. But we talked about it. And I said, okay, this is what I need from you when you get home. And that's yep. what he wanted. He needed me to tell him he needed what I wanted. Because he can't just. <laughs> Those darn sub plans. Once again. But no. But seriously. I, they just need a little guidance and i'm not saying like he no. i also needed to express yep. what i needed to yep what that's he on you as much as it is on him absolutely to, it's not expected for him to yeah, just come no in one and was at fault no one was at fault there i assumed that he knew that that's what i wanted him to do yeah and he was just not doing it and he just thought well i don't really know what he thought but he just he thought, didn't know I'm that gonna i go and that. do what i need to do yeah. he thought about himself yeah. which is good fine, normal, fair. fine. yeah but but yeah, he can't. No one can be expected to read your mind. Well, no. except for me. Well, I'm pretty yes. good at it. I know. But There's that's very another, rare occasions that just, I don't feel like I can. But anyways, yeah. No one's no one can read your mind. So ask yeah. for help. I'm still and set working boundaries on that. with your significant other at home. It's a hard conversation to have. It's yeah. not fun, and you may not come to an agreement on you know who needs to do what and what that. Yeah. But at least you can. You just take need a to get it off out. Your plate. Yeah, yeah, get it get it off your plate by getting it out. My husband and I have the same conversation over and over of the battle of who gets a break because yeah. he works all day and then he comes home and needs and a break he like needs anybody a break. would. Yeah. But when he gets home, that's my break because I'm at home with the baby all day. I get no breaks during the day for usually there's occasions, you know, where he works from home or whatever. But for the most part, I work all day. I'm home with the baby all day. I don't get a break. He gets home. I'm like, oh, help. I want to hand her over just for five like, minutes to go to the bathroom. The door and it's like, woof. Yes. You just feel this like, ah, and they walk in the door and then they straight the go straight to the bathroom. And you're like, oh. mother effer. <laughs> if you poop in there for more than 20 minutes, you're lying. I swear there's not a time that we haven't walked in our house Mm-mm. and Weston is like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, yes. okay. What? I don't understand. I wish I could do that. Me too. I wish I could do that. I but don't also, need to go to the bathroom. Why does it take you so long? Like, get get it out and get going. <laughs> you got places to go, people to see, well, things to do. Know. They might have some BM issues. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. They don't. They just need a break. I, I don't blame them, but. I just can't sit on the pot that long. I was going to say, like, I could use my that break. I could sleep. Go. Yeah, my legs go to sleep. It's not comfortable. I'd rather sit on my bed. I need to. I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then lay down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he walks in, what are you doing? I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Like that's, yeah, that's we, the the, uh, the equivalent yes, of them exactly. going to the bathroom is us and coming to lay down. It's always just perfectly timed. You're like, oh. you just like, I don't, I can't even think of an example off the oh, top no. of my head, but it just happened to us like yesterday or the day before. And I was asking, oh, mean- my daughter had pooped her pants, which is normal. She's still, you know, she's not in, in diapers. panties. Yeah, she's still in diapers. <laughs> she pooped her pants and Charles is like, oh, she pooped. And I was like, okay. He's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, I just looked at him like, oh, that's What's convenient. What's that emoji face where it's like. 
she's doing like the okay like with your hand like okay. and like a very fake smile like, yeah an ironic okay. smile and I, I literally the words out of my mouth were oh well that's convenient and he just started laughing he's like what do you mean I just have to go to the bathroom I'm like uh, yeah well okay and I just pick her up I'm like I'll just be over here changing the 900th diaper of the day it's fine <laughs> Oh, that turned into a little wow. ranting session. About, I know, no about kidding. Bowel movement. Like we said at the beginning, we are TMI, not probably. complaining. No, we don't know TMI. I'm no. We that one, complaining. I'm complaining a little. That I mean, one, I'm yes. complaining about. Yeah. Stay-at-home moms for shorter bathroom breaks from husbands. Let's start we a movement. A, we need a movement and a protest. I need a sign. We need some signatures. I'm sure plenty of you will help <laughs> I'm us. I'm sure the moms will back us up. Which talking about other moms, that's another thing that helped us. You've got finding to. other moms. You've got to. Now, we're not great about going outside of our circle, though. Yeah. So. Well, it's not. Is it a circle or is it a, like a line segment? Because it's like me and you and me I'm not and good you, at and geometry. You and can you please Okay, a line segment is just a line. Can we like, use another analogy? Okay, like we really, it's just us. <laughs> so no, like we say, we have okay, that's not true. That we do. I have my sister-in-law who yeah. like I love so much. I'm, thank God I am not one of those people that like they think about their sister-in-law and they're like, oh, like. I seriously, like, she's my sister. Like, I love her. Mm -hmm. Like, I, so she joins us on a lot of stuff. We have another good friend that lives in yeah. the neighborhood, like, that she joins us with for a lot of stuff. Um, we have some coworkers that we worked with that they join us when they can. But we we definitely have a circle of moms, and I, Even I couldn't do it without that. Even if it just means, that. like, going... going to the bar. I'm not the most friendly person, and I, I, will, I will say that. You're but... a ringleader, some would say. Okay. Hello. Awkward. Also, if you know, you know. Um... <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm the easiest to approach, but I think it's just so important just to, I mean, you, I kind of seen you at swim lessons, like with that other mom, not yes. that we're like having play dates with them yeah, or anything like no. that, but just to like kind of form a connection because then you sit there and you talk mm -hmm. and you realize that you're, you can relate to something yes. they're going through or you yes. don't feel alone. Like they look so put together, but oh my gosh, their life is falling apart. And yep. then you're like, oh, gosh, that just makes me yeah feel so much better. Yep. I'm like, yeah, she walks in and I'm like, gosh, how does she have, get ready every she day? She makeup looks so on. She has makeup on. And then she sits down, ne sits down next to me. Apparently she's pregnant. I didn't know that. But she sits down next to me and I'm like, how's your day going? She's like, oh, I just threw up in the driveway for 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> oh, no. Like, but yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. But also thank God that like mm -hmm. I'm not Their the only one that like too. suffers. Not that I'm yeah. puking in the driveway because I'm pregnant because I'm not. But like <laughs> just somebody else that's a hot mess. Yeah. Like that, it feels good. Yeah, I know. But and, and just to like, I can't even remember the other day, someone, it might have been in our circle, who knows, but they were talking about how like sleep is not going well, but like from looking on social media, it's, it's, and social media is just a snippet mm -hmm. of time in someone's day. Like mm -hmm. I can snap a picture of Case of him doing something so cute and it's just so fun and people probably think that's how our day is all day oh, long. Oh yeah, like they could have seen a picture of him at the library today and not known that he threw temper tantrums all day long. All day long. They could see a picture of Brooklyn smiling and happy and not know that she is really struggling with sharing. <laughs> that is a that's, that's a, a hard fun. one to yeah, learn. But yeah, one. you see a a screenshot snippet, snippet of mm -hmm. somebody's life that is not real. No. That's not to say they don't have those great happy moments, but but and not that you don't either, yeah. but it's just nice to know that not not that I want other people to be struggling, but just going through the same things that yeah. I'm going through. Yeah. You want to be able to relate to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Well, that that pretty much. That was pretty deep. I'm not going to was That was, that was like was intense. Lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It was I, loaded. Wait, I could keep going. That's it. Oh, 100%. Ashley just pulled out our 
conclusion um, yeah, like, paper. I'm like, hello, we got to wrap it up. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, um, yes, that was very loaded. Yeah, and I feel it was like, loaded. Um, but it was good. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to Yeah, relate hopefully to this, so. Even if you're not a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And we, we throw in some we throw in some lighthearted bowel movement talk. Yeah. Husband talk husband talk. I mean yeah, just a wife. Sure. I know if you don't have kids and it's just you and your husband, you know that they're gonna sit on that pot for twenty minutes. Or a boyfriend, even if he's not your husband. Yeah. Like it, it, homeboys sit on the pot. Mm-hmm. They do. So yeah. anyways. We will end like we did last time, like we said we will, um, with the random piece of advice that nobody asked for that is completely unrelated to what we talked about for yeah. the day, mm-hmm. usually. Um so I will go first. Mine is just get out of the house. Like, not all day, not every day. It not, could be a walk to the mailbox. Yep, literally, just pack your stuff and GTFO of the house. Because <laughs> if you sit in your house all day, every day, you are going to go insane. Yes. That is, I am speaking from experience. Because it, it's tiring to have to pack up and go, but like... Just going and walking around Target looking at things I can't afford to buy because I have no money <laughs> helps me feel better. Yeah. And it does help that, you know, nine times out of ten Rebecca's with me. But <laughs> just get out of the house. Go yeah. somewhere. Go to the park. Walk to the mailbox. Like The go- mental load is a lot to get yes. out of the house. But remember, just do it. Yep. You just have to do it. You yeah. just have to get over yourself. Do it for your sanity. Yeah. You absolutely. can do it. Okay. Um, mine this time actually came. I was watching TikTok after I dealt with a tantrum and put the baby down for a nap and I was just kind of not a freak out moment but just overwhelmed with the tantrums that were happening and it just was not a very good latter part of the morning and she this tiktoker just kind of had a moving moment for me and she reminded me that it's just a bad moment it does not mean it's going to be a bad morning and it doesn't mean it's going to be a bad day it was just a bad moment or a bad guess life. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Absolutely. Doesn't Not mean a bad you're life. Bad, it doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It doesn't yeah. mean you're doing a bad job. It doesn't mean like you're, it's just there. It's just a moment. It's just a moment and it will pass. We had a much better, I won't say much better, but a little bit better <laughs> afternoon. By the time I put him down to bed, he was happy and everything was fine. So yeah. it passed and you made it, got it better. And we did. You made it through. We did. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. And well, that was my random piece of advice. There you go. And really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for listening to this. If you are still listening, because this has been 46 minutes of not complaining, but just jibber jabber. (laughs) And so it means a lot to us that you come and that you are listening. And we just hope that you feel. we love you. Yeah, we love you. Thanks for being here. And um, don't say we didn't warn you about stay-at-home mom life. Bye. Bye.